You know, the, the thing about Trump that I'm frankly not going to miss is the way that he seemed to use every single opportunity to kind of rock the boat. And I'm going to go back to, to a previous talking point that I had uh, in one of my previous videos. Trump was a real estate developer, so I think that he's really been bred to see crisis and opportunity. Uh, you know, when uh, when there's a real estate collapse, that's when you buy property on the cheap, right? Um, and uh, the nature of his business has taught him to see crisis as an opportunity. Um, and so he was just kind of prone to rocking the boat. Um, I just got done watching Biden's uh, remarks on coronavirus vaccine uh, and, and the rollout of the vaccine and the distribution plan, working with the states, the governors, and 100 days, uh, the 100 day goal to do 100 million doses um, and 100 days to mask up. And I got to tell you, this is the one thing I'm not going to miss about, about Trump is his tone. Right? I was a very reluctant Trump supporter, mostly because I strongly identified with the anti-war posture and I strongly identified um, you know, with the disruption of the entrenched permanent political class. And I had some strong feelings against globalization. Uh, that being said, he was as imperfect of a messenger as you can, uh, as you can be. Um, and now that I, you know, I, I accepted the results of, of the election immediately as I saw him. I, I, I believe in our elections. I believe in our democracy. Um, but now it's it's clear we're going to transition in the next ten days to a new administration, and Trump may be removed sooner. Um, we're starting to look down that pathway of what a Biden presidency might look like, and just the the very top level observation that hits home to, for me is that in some ways, you know, style can be more important than substance. You know, I think I think uh, substance wise, Trump was right about a lot of things. You know, he was right about immigration. Uh, you know, everybody can't come here forever. Right. And you can either have a robust social safety net and a robust welfare state, or you can have open immigration. But you cannot have both. Um, He's right about the he's right about the damage of globalization on our on our economy, particularly in our, in our vulnerable communities. He was right about the entrenched political uh, uh, permanent class, uh, especially in, the, in in D.C. And you know he was right about globalization. He was right about a number of issues, um, but just his style and his tone was too disruptive, too you know too divisive for too many people. And ultimately, I think that's what really cost him the election. And we contrast that to Biden, who just gave, he just gave a press conference on his on his plan for COVID rollout, for COVID vaccine rollout. And man, it's, I got to tell you, I'm almost looking forward to it. I'm almost looking forward to not having to deal with what crazy shit did the president do or say today. I'm looking forward to having like a soothing old man, even if I know he's lying, even if I know he's corrupt, even if I know that the, the whole thing with his kid in China is kind of fishy. If he can just fly under the radar and not cause harm as opposed to disrupt and agitate people that'll be on orders of magnitude an improvement and um, while I might not share a lot of his views on policy and globalization and uh, you know he keeps flirting with the hardcore left on identity politics just look at who he chose for uh, for his VP well I might not agree with all that when he takes that podium and he starts talking and it makes sense and it sounds like he has a plan and he's soothing instead of agitating and you 
kind of just get the sense that he's going to be a caretaker. He's not going to be a revolutionary. He's just going to be with us to traverse enough time and let time heal the wound, hopefully, right? So I got to tell you, it's a very, very, uh, very reluctant Trump supporter, not at all a Biden supporter. If you follow me, if you follow me generally, you know that I'm disenchanted with the Democrats um, as a brand. But I'm ready. I'm ready for some. I'm ready for something new. Okay. I'm ready for new leadership. I'm ready for a shift away from the Trump tone. Okay. And I, um, I don't know. In a lot of ways, I, I hope that this can be a, 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 a renewal for our country. Do I think it's going to be? Probably not. I think the events of the last, you know, uh, the events of the last week with the riot in the Capitol, and the way that both sides are starting to spin their own narratives. Um, that looks more like a beginning to a new era of hostilities rather than an end. Uh, but I, I do, I do hope that that Biden himself can can take the reins and and make some difference on this issue. Okay, the 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 press conference itself, um, you know, pretty standard. He's going to shift away from the Trump strategy. The, the, he's going to shift away from the Trump strategy in terms of he, uh, Biden is going to be looking to get more vaccine doses out the door, and they're going to increase flexibility for who can get vaccinated at what times. And this actually makes sense, okay? So there's some scientific guidelines based on, you know, CDC guidance that, of course, the oldest amongst us should get vaccinated first, the most vulnerable, who could argue with that? Frontline workers, doctors, especially doctors, nurses, frontline, you know, uh, techs, anyone who's really laid it all on the line for the, for this pandemic and without hazard pay or any real recognition, of course, have they not done enough to get vaccinated first? course they should the problem is administering all these sticky wickets all these details this is hard to administer it's not an easy thing okay so what's happening is there's tens of millions of doses just sitting in freezers across the country can we get the can we get them to the right people the guidance says you know you can only vaccinate this pool of people right now and it's an administrative hurdle on top of an already burdened system so he's gonna, it sounds like he's going to provide some, some flexibility within the guidelines to just vaccinate whoever comes to bear. Maybe, you know, after you've, after you've expressed the preference for, for the eligible group, then maybe you can shift to a cattle call if there's nobody left at the end of the day or something like that where, you, you know, you just have to get a certain amount of, vac- of people vaccinated for this thing to work. I frankly think that it should just be a cattle call to begin with. Okay, it should just be set up in a gym, uh, in, in an arena type of center, an easily an easily accessible um, community center. Okay, uh, Cal Expo here in Sacramento, and then just have a cattle call within the age groups and let's go. Okay, that's obviously not what's happening right now, but hopefully in time we can shift to something like that. That's going to be a little bit. That's going to be a little bit more um, easy to administer because I think that's really the bottleneck that we're seeing right now. Okay. Uh, finally, he's also talking about working with the Republican and Democratic governors and mayors to, to uh, you know, to help uh, to help navigate whatever hurdles come uh, administrative or logistical hurdles um, come due in the rollout of the vaccine. And you know, in in doing that, he just had kind of a soothing tone. He said, "You know, we're going to work together. This isn't a right issue. It's not a left issue." And I really think that's the type of rhetoric that the country needs right now. So while I wasn't a fan of his to begin with, and I and I didn't vote for him the first time. You know, I'm okay. I'm okay with how I see him, um, with how I see him uh, talking on the podium. I, I really, I really think it'll be healthy. So, for you Trump supporters, I, you know, I know I, ex- I had a video where I expressed why I voted for Trump. I'm gonna say, guys, you know, give it a hundred days, give it, you know, give it three months. 
see if you don't just appreciate the way that he's talking at least okay uh try 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 to think about this not just in how what you wanted to see in in, in the election but maybe it's time to move on I would say hop on board for the big win, okay? Hopefully everyone's going to wear their mask for 100 days is another thing that Biden's stressing. I'm okay with wearing a mask, okay? Actually, let me address this real quickly. You, If you're a libertarian, okay, or if you're any type of conservative, you have absolutely no right to go into a private business that has asked you to mask up, okay, and, and storm in there and, and declare that you're not going to wear a mask, okay? Again, if you're a conservative, you believe in the supremacy or you believe in the in the sovereignty of private businesses to declare the rules of the road. If you like it, you patronize their business. If you don't like it, you don't patronize their business. We all know this, guys. Okay, so how the conservatives started saying, no, I'm going to storm into your business without a mask when you asked me to wear a mask is insane to me. Okay. On the other end, for the Democrats, I'm going to say there needs to be some reason here too, guys. Okay. If I'm in a public park walking my dog at 10 o'clock at night, as I do every night in the Capitol Park over here, and there isn't there isn't a, another soul in the park for maybe even a mile, I'm not going to wear a mask. Okay. It's just me and my dog. Okay. So there has to be reason on both sides. I hope that, I, and frankly, I think maybe Trump and some of his rhetoric and also the rhetoric of the left was not particularly helpful in, in calming tensions and, and helping everyone sort of come to Jesus on the mask issue. Okay. So maybe hopefully January 20th, we can all take a deep breath and, and, and listen to the better angels of our nature. Okay. If you're a conservative and, and you're a libertarian, especially if you're a libertarian, you should understand businesses get to decide the rules of the road for themselves okay if you go into if you go into a business that has asked you to wear a mask you better be wearing a fucking mask okay democrats liberals okay if i'm out in the park walking my walking the dog by myself and i've got a, you know 20 feet around me no one's around me leave me the fuck alone okay everyone should know this everyone's just got to calm down and relax and 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 reason okay just chill out okay all that being said guys i think it's going to be okay all right. I think it's going to I think it's going to be OK. If you're a conservative, you shouldn't really care too much about what happens in the government anyways. All right. Um, so, OK, so those are my unstructured reactions uh, to to Biden's press conference, mostly really just in the tone, not in the substance. But I do substantively like that, that he is going to be looking for more throughput on the vaccine rather than strictly staying with the groups. I just think we need to get to a certain amount of doses out there and out there in the population uh, for us to get closer to herd immunity. Thanks for listening. Make sure you smash that subscribe button below. Leave a comment. Join the conversation. Thanks again.